Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. Our program here, Call of Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. Five little minutes every day. We sort of take and sort of tie our little time together with the book of Joshua. Joshua chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. Moses has died. Joshua's at the at the helm. And uh, bringing the people out of the old Sinai Peninsula there, that old Arabian Desert uh, area there, and bringing them up into the land of Canaan. Some 40 years, round and around in the desert. Now bringing them into the land that was given by God to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Problem is, is the enemy has taken over the land. So God tells the nation of Israel, you go in and remove these people. And in doing so, Joshua sins. My text is Joshua 2, verse 10 and 11, and our thought for this week. All right. Uh, we have a couple of spies crossing over Jordan. They go into uh, the city, the first city that's there, which is Jericho. They are befriended by Rahab. We call this woman Rahab the harlot. And she said this to these men. She said, oh, goodness. He said, we heard how the Lord dried up the waters of the Red Sea for you. How'd she hear that? That was 40 years ago. We knew you were coming. As soon as we had heard these things, our hearts did melt, neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. You said, what are you saying? We're scared to death, you know. We know that you're on the other side of Jordan. We know you're fixing to come into the land of Canaan. We know that this nation represents the very power of God, and it scares us to death. Put the fear of God before people because... This nation represented God's power. Now, what represents God's power in this age? We think about believers, and especially as believers get together. We call the gathering of these people together, we call it a church. The, we think about a local church. I say this, I believe with all my heart, local Bible-believing, Bible-preaching churches around this world, my friend, they should produce the fear of God in its area, in its community, Sad, sometimes it almost does the opposite. Sometimes people mention such and such of a church, and my friend, they laugh because something took place there with some of the leadership of the church. Maybe it was immorality or theft or something. Does the church produce fear? It should. It should. Like the nation of Israel, we have heard. We have heard. Our hearts did melt when people drive by a Bible-believing, Bible-preaching church. It should produce the fear of God in them. Sometimes... The reason it doesn't is because people on that attend that church are not telling the right things. I just don't. We don't tell people about a beautiful facility. That's not going to produce the fear of God. What's going on in that? What's going on inside that church? The Bible is preached. What's going on inside that church? Lives are transformed. People will find out about that. It'll produce the fear of God before people in the community who are lost. The people that go there, they they are growing in grace. You know. I have a young man that came to our church not too long ago. Now, as far as this young man is concerned, he studied and studied and read his Bible and read his Bible. He can stand in the pulpit now and preach God's word. People say, did you hear about this guy? He went down there. Now he's turned into a preacher. All right. Scares me to death. So it should be. It should produce the fear of God in the lives of those who are lost. I've had people say of Bible-believing church, you know, Ah, uh, you know, I just, ooh, as far as that church is concerned, down there, all right, there's been some broken homes that has been mended. Here in our church, here in the port of Bon Secours, there's some people who sit in the services there whose lives were completely broken. Their life completely shot 
as far as sin is concerned. Now, they're almost like the man in the Mark chapter 5, you know, the maniac of Gadara, just living just wicked life. I like what Jesus said to that maniac to begin with, told him to go home. So I've seen homes mended. Not only that, what should produce and what could produce the fear of God? Joy in the camp. You know, a lot of churches just, you know, they just did. And then the ones who have understood that and they don't know what to do to get the Holy Spirit to move, so they do some counterfeit thing. So they try to bring some life into the church that's actually death, you know. We can't manufacture the Holy Spirit, you know. There needs to be real Christian joy where people are in those services saying, isn't it good to be saved? Isn't it good to be a Christian? Isn't it good to know the Lord? Thank God for joy that's in the heart. It needs to be seen in services. And my friend, it'll put the fear of God in the people outside the church. Now until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mund saying goodbye.